0: Oh yeah, it's another team, Profile and Projection. I'm sitting here at the studios with Jake, and we're going to talk about another NL Central team. I think this is the fourth NL Central team that we've done. And I think our voters got this wrong. I think they had the Cubs way down low. But they have the Reds above the Cubs. They have the Reds above the Brewers. They have the Reds above the Pirates. We're doing the Cincinnati Reds. They did do a lot this offseason, Jake, to better their team. So I think people are already rewarding them in the voting system that our audience put together. But when we did the Cubs episode, I was like, I don't know, these are too low. But anyway, doing the Reds. We're excited to do the Reds.
1: We're excited to do the Reds I think the problem with the NL Central Is that we we are not surprised if four teams win the NL Central Yeah, it's a crapshoot So, I mean, that's, that's where things get brutal I mean, and we, we started running into better teams I think in the top 22, top 20 as we've been doing these So, yeah, I mean, uh, we feel that a lot of these NL Central teams could be interchangeable by the end of the year. And I think we see the Brewers—excuse me, we just did the Brewers. I think we see the Reds a little higher because, your favorite thing, they won the offseason.
0: Actually, their offseason is different than I thought because I'm happy with their offseason. I'm happy with the team they put together. Uh, I'm actually—like, I just pulled up all the info that we always look at. Sure. Newsflash, we look at a lot of stuff while we do these so we don't sound yeah. incredibly dumb. We just like to sound a little dumb.
1: A little bit of dumb, tastefully dumb. It was
0: less than I expected it to be when I did my little research. Yeah. And uh, the last year's stats and the addition. So the additions are as follows. follows. Nick Castellanos agrees to a four year contract. They got Shogo Akiyama. Shogo Akiyama. That's awesome they got Wade Miley yep. and Mike Moustakis.
1: And I mean what should truly be factored in here was the Bauer trade. It, yes. It was a trade for this season. And the Sonny Gray trade
0: last off because that wasn't for this that wasn't for 2019 either because they they traded for Sonny and then signed him for an extension and it's all coming together. Their pitching staff's amazing. I don't know if you want to start with there. Let's their, do it. Okay. Because
1: I I think you and I are going to end up Either I think we're gonna end up being higher than we think because with Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, and Trevor Bauer, I mean, you have a top three there that can dance with any anyone. And honestly, DiScalfani and Wade Miley at the back end of the rotation is pretty nice too. Wade Miley had a pretty nice year last year. And I think DiScalfani i think he's a talented guy as well that if 31 starts with an era under four when you when you have those guys slotted in the back of your rotation i mean one through five uh if they can keep those dudes healthy i mean they're gonna shove and uh, descofani uh
0: 31 starts era under four era plus over 100 I mean, Descofani. Discofana. it's a good season for him it's a good season, and you know he's only sixteen. He's uh, he's sixteen years old. He was. At, that's not no, true. He was, he was 16. sixteen at one point. He's twenty nine right now. He
1: was sixteen. So yeah, he's going to be thirty soon. Birthday coming up. So, congrats on when you were sixteen, Anthony. Um, and he's done it in the past. Now. I mean,
0: he had a three tw- three two eight ERA. No, he's in a twenty solid, games in
1: twenty sixteen. He's a solid middle of the rotation guy, and he's that's, a guy. That's what they're going to ask for him. They got oh. three.
0: They got three dudes and two guys in their rotation.
1: Three dudes, two guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Thank you. That's fair. Um, Which is good. That's a good way to make up five. And, I mean, Wade Miley had a pretty good year. Um, So they, they've got a rotation, and they've got the top-end guys. I mean, Luis Castillo can pitch with anyone in this league. Sonny Gray, when he's right, can. And, of course, Bauer Outage, who struggled when he came over, but... Um, You know, he's still very talented, and he kind of came over into a weird situation when (laughs) you're you're traded at the deadline from a team that's in it to a team that's not in it. Um, You don't see that happen a lot. And I think there was some bad luck involved. But Uh,
0: Wade Miley, real quick. What do you got on his name?
1: Don't love it, right? Don't like it at all. But no, it's tough. Would love the name Miley Wade. I was gonna make that same point. Well, I made I, it. I was
0: going to say his name's in the wrong order. Miley Wade. Miley Wade's a great name. Yeah. Wade Miley kind of blows. Wade
1: Miley. Yeah. Wade Miley. Miley Wade would bully Wade Miley. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. That's that's um, a fact. so work on that, uh, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the bullpen, I I mean, Bryce Iglesias, He's been doing it for a couple years now. Um, he He's solid Amir Garrett They picked up Stroop His claim to fame was the brawl last year Where he, he looked like the man And he's he's a really good lefty arm Michael Lorenzen, two-way guy, Jim um, So yeah I, Would you like another dominant arm out of the pen? Sure, every team would But uh, this isn't a bad bullpen But you'd like one more exciting arm Michael Lorenzen had a good year last year. Yeah, man. Two way, two way Mike, they call him.
0: No one's called him that. I don't think anyone said that. You're a liar. Okay, so their offensive numbers from last year. Like they add Moose, right? They add Castellanos yep. and they add Shogo. Yep. We don't know what Shogo is yet. No. Uh we know what Moose is. We know what Castellanos can be. But last can year. I stop you. Uh,
1: <sighs> uh, yeah, what do you want? They didn't have a lot of guys. They didn't hit which, last year. They didn't hit last year. They didn't hit last year. But so they brought in they brought in some hitters, like you mentioned, and they had Eugenio Suarez who went, had the monster year. Went off. But dude, they've got options, man. Because okay, so you said Shogo Akiyama. We don't know what he is yet. Um, maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. I'll, go, I'll Google shake. it. What is Shogo? But, dude, if they don't use him, Nick Senzel, a former top prospect from them, number two overall pick, he was the guy that was slated to be their everyday center fielder. He can play. He's versatile. He can move all over. Philip Irvin, um, he's a guy that he's done some stuff in AAA and at the major league level. Like, he's just a bonus piece for him. Aquino, I mean, they have dudes that they – Jesse Winker, going into my, my Mel Kuyper again – they have dudes at every position that can plug and play that like, okay, if you're not into Shogo Akiyama, I could talk you into Nick Senzel. Um I like I, I just think they have guys and they're gonna be able to do some fun lefty righty stuff. They've got they've gotten a lot better offensively.
0: Where's Aristides in all of this? So, um if, no if you don't remember, if you're not familiar, yeah. uh Akinis Aristides.
1: Aristides Aquino.
0: Aristides Aquino. (laughs) Fight me. Uh, He came up last year. He's got a bizarre batting stance, like totally open, like playing whiff ball with your buddy and just fucking around like you had a couple drinks and you're just kind of leaning back. Sure. Throw it in there. Belly button to his nose, just like, hey, here you go. And then steps into it. He hit 19 homers in, I think, 15 games. 56 games, yeah. That's close. Yeah. 56 games. He had
1: 891 OPS, which... Is actually funny because he came out of the gets, gates insane, and then he he went back a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now he's kind of a bonus piece for him. Fangraphs has him starting the year in AAA, which I don't believe will happen. But I mean, the fact that that's even in the conversation—that um, uh, uh, they've got some look at the squad they've put together. This is
0: why I'm rooting yeah. for the Rays. Okay. They picked up ShoGo. They got Vado. Uh, Eugenio Suarez is con- is returning. Mike Mustakis, they picked him up. Nick Castellanos, they picked him up. They traded for Freddy Galvis at the end of last year. Then they have Winkler and Barnhart, and they have so like, you have a couple like what is it four guys that they either traded for it within the last last uh, year or picked up in free agency, and then the the pitching staff. I mean, they traded for Sonny, they traded for Bauer, they picked up Miley. Like they're doing it. They're going after it the best way that they could this offseason. So that's why I'm, I'm rooting for them. I'm not rooting for them to, like, win the World Series or even – I'm not even rooting for them to win the Central. I don't care about that. I'm just rooting for them to be a good team.
1: For yeah, it to work. Because they went for it. They, yeah. they went for it. And that's – uh we we do want teams to be rewarded for that. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're a Reds fan, you're fully bought in. You believe in the top three of your rotation. I mean, you can... The pitching's awesome. That top three is really cool. You can... You know, you're you're almost... You're looking at a Nationals light from last year. Um, you know, they've got the high end of the rotation. They've got, you know, a couple dudes you can believe in in the bullpen. And, I mean, it, it's... I wonder... I mean, we threw Eugenio Suarez out there casually, but the dude had a monster year last year. Um The dude hit 49 home runs. (laughs) Uh, and you know, we we just came off our Brewers thing where we're like, hey, you got to know Keston Hiura. You got to know Suarez, man. 49 home runs, a 930 OPS, um, 134 OPS plus, um, you know, if the pieces, if Mustakis comes in and does his thing, which there's no reason to not believe he will, Castellanos versus lefties, absolute monster. And again, maybe it was a little bit of change of environment. Um, which hopefully this Reds team has as well, as long as Votto's getting on base. And they could use one other batter to step up, whether it's Akiyama or Senzel, uh, whoever it is. But this Sho- lineup is switchy and, and kind of good. Shogo's an on-base guy, at least in Japan he was. Like that. Like 380s,
0: 390s. Him and
1: Votto just taking pitches all day.
0: Yeah, he. I mean, he had a career—I mean, his last season— on base is before that 4.03, before that 3.98, before that 3.85, before that 4.19. So one, two, three, four. His last five seasons in the Japanese league, uh, he's got an on-base percentage of 3.85
1: or higher. You going to talk about Tucker Barnhart? Our dude. Your best friend. I hate Tucker Barnhart. He'll be in here. I'm on the record for that. He's going to
0: be crushed, man. He says nothing but nice things. Have a big year, Tucker Barnhart. Why do they have a number next to his name? Why does Baseball Reference do that again? Where are you looking? Bats both. Tucker's a switch dude. I think he's a lefty. Nah, he's both. I'm telling you, they have a, a hashtag. They have a pound next to his name on Baseball Reference, which means he's a switch hitter. Catching switch hitter from Brownsburg, Indiana. Nice, Tucker Barnhart. You think anyone else from
1: his high school? Baseball Reference has him as a lefty only, so it's look or Fangraphs. So we've got a Fangraphs Baseball Reference fight on our hands.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Baseball Reference has him as a uh, as a switch hitter. Should we complain to both? Dude, you know what? I'm off Fangraphs though. They piss me off. Yeah, sometimes.
1: you dove in deep, and then they came back and nipped. At so you a so bit.
0: as a righty, you fall in love quick. As a righty, it says he has only three hundred and fifty-six at bats. So maybe he was a switch hitter early in his career, and he kind of stopped that. This is when Reds fans are like, "These guys don't know. These shit. guys
1: suck. These guys suck."
0: Producer Dave, get on that. Find out what happened with Tucker Barnhart and tell us by the end of the show. Appreciate you.
1: How does he hit?
0: Um. Anyway, Tucker's a, a friend and a uh, and a uh, and a. Uh, Ally of John Boy Media, so we like him. Okay. It says his nickname is Barney, which is cool. That's they fine. Sense Barnhart. Yeah. His full name is Tucker Jackson, which is great. Well, only twenty three years old. What the fuck? That's not true. That's when he made his debut. DVD. Yeah. Tucker Barnhart's twenty nine. Hitting in August. Of last year.
1: August twenty nineteen. He started experimenting with. Being just
0: lefty, then he's considering doing that forever. All right, we got to get your mic in for next time. But so,
1: so what I'm going to need you to do. Apologize to Fangrass. Is apologize to Fangrass. I apologize to Fangrass. I was po- going to have you do something very different, but yours worked out.
0: I, and I also apologize for Tucker for not knowing that he gave up on switch hitting, which cracks me up. It's a tough day, man. All right, let's cut that. This blows. He, someone came to him and was like, Tucker, cut the shit.
1: I mean, I well, you know, I've got some dark thoughts to me. But, yeah, I mean, I've got myself staring in the mirror. You can't switch it.
0: Jake, Joey Votto's been declining, and it's a little sad. Okay. Are you, where are you with his skill? I know you don't enjoy his personality, but where
1: are you with his skill level? So... Uh, this is going to be a big year to find out, man. I mean, what would we normally be saying about a guy going into his age 36 season whose OPS has, you know, went down 200 points last year and then went down another 75 points the year after that? Um, the Reds still owe him a lot of money. He still gets on base. I mean, in a bad year, he got on base at a 357 clip. Um, but, I mean, that's being removed from being the on base leader the three years previous to that 434, 454, 417. So, uh, you know, I do believe baseball, you can have a down year and bounce back. He's got more help in the lineup than he has in past years. Um, so I'm interested to see. Uh, I, you know, I think that Votto contract is kind of an albatross. Um, I mean, <laughs> Jesus. He's getting paid $25 million a year till 2023. So if you're the Reds fans, you're hoping that he can at least get back to his 2018 season where, again, when I say at least, he got on base at a 417 clip. He had an 837 OPS. But, I mean, my dude's played in, let me do the numbers over the past two seasons, um, in 287 games, so 144 games a season, he's averaging 14 homers a season. From the first base spot So he better begin on base enough Because I in a year where the juice ball was back I mean 15 home runs he, I, I, If you're a Reds fan you should be concerned I mean the dude's done everything for the Reds He won the MVP in 2010 now That's a while back He was second in the MVP in 2017 though Which shows how good he's been over that time period I wouldn't say he's a question mark for the Reds, and it's not necessarily like, you know, uh, how Votto's going to go this year is going to dictate anything for them. I mean, they've got enough pieces around him where it's not that. But I don't know. The the difference between a .417 on-base percentage Joey Votto in 2018 and the difference between a .357 in 2019, that's a different ball player. Just be
0: serviceable and, and get on base, because they're putting pieces around him for the first time. Like, they gave him that big contract, and everyone's like, "Should they, are they going to trade him? Should they trade him because it's a crazy contract?" And everyone thought they wouldn't be able to rebuild and be a contender while still in the duration of that contract. And now they are, so they have three years now window, and I'm I'm like rooting for that almost like it's kind of a, a cool narrative.
1: Yeah, and I mean Vado's Vado's been through it all with the Reds. I mean they're projecting him to bounce back pretty well. I mean who knows? I I don't know well enough if he was nicked up last year or what was going on, but um, yeah. I mean last I know you're you're becoming a big OPS plus guy. Um, I mean dude, his OPS plus was in full seat or in games he played seventy or more games. He had an OPS plus over 150 from 2009 to 2017. There's only one year he played 62 games. It was under that. 2018, his OPS plus went to 126. Last year it went to 98. He's a below average hitter, technically. Bummer. Um, so, uh, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see the whole lineup around him. Um, and I'll I'll be honest. I, you and I conflict on our uh, Votto Personality stuff I, I think it's a little Too forced for me But On the field I'm rooting for him To be good I would love for him To bounce back Because if the Reds Have someone Getting on base At a 400 clip At the top of this lineup They're going to yeah. be good
0: I have two Ways I want to go Give me the two ways Do you want to do A team thing Or an individual thing
1: Let's do individuals I just did a Vado thing So I was looking at Luis Castillo right? Yes Yes Yes.
0: Great year last year. Young dude, twenty six years old last year, has a three four ERA. He started thirty two games, All Star, really good. He changed his pitch mix dramatically, which I always love
1: a good pitch mix change.
0: I think it's interesting. Yeah. So in twenty eighteen, he was still good, but it wasn't a stud. No, it's a guy, not dude. Uh, he threw his four-seamer 36% of the time, and he threw his change-up 26% of the time.
1: And I believe they got a new pitching coach before 2019, right? The Vandy guy, the yeah. new Sonny?
0: Yep. So last year he actually threw his change-up more than his four-seam.
1: N- 90% of the time he threw change-up?
0: No, less oh, than that. Oh, that's my bad. That's my 32% bad. of the time he threw his change-up, 29 his four-seamer, and his sinker is the 20%. Difference there But isn't that Isn't that wild Fastball changeup He throws really hard Yeah It's changeup fastball For him now That helps Yeah I mean his fastball Is 90 It sits 96 So you would That's think bad. That would be like You know in, in 2017 He started 15 games He threw his four-seamer 46% of the time true. Two years later It's down to 29 It's crazy I like, I like looking at that And then you guys You have fucking Sonny Gray Oh, Your guy I mean, no, his his pitch mix is just because he just makes up pitches on the fly right. and all that. He actually, like, you know, in R2C2 podcast, he talks about how he learned his slider from Bauer, stuff like that.
1: Right. 2019, Luis Castillo was the April NL Pitcher of the Month, too. I think people want that.
0: Like, look at – I know this is a visual thing. Ooh. Look at Trevor Bauer over the years' pitch mix. Like, that is insane. in In 2016, he threw his sinker – more than any other pitch, he's never, it was never his second most pitch in any other year, but one year it's his most. Gotta mix it up, baby. Keep them guessing. And then, and then, what's this pitch? His four seamer had dropped all the way down to 23. Last year was back up to 38 because he started using pine tar. He started using pine tar at the end of September, and he's, uh, he's like officially like, fine, I'll use it. If everyone's yeah. using it, I'll use it. So look for more high fastballs from Bauer. Not from Sonny. Sonny doesn't like that. All right, the team thing was team thing. We talked about the Pythagorean theorem with the Brewers right. last episode. Pythag. The Pythag. I think the Reds was amazing last year, but okay. they were losing, if I remember correctly. Ooh. So you're going to run different. I think. I think I remember. Maybe it. It might have died at the end, halfway through the season. But I remember at like the halfway point there. Run differential was really positive, but their record was
1: average. Yeah, so they um I think they finished the year at minus ten um runs allowed, which Pythagorean theorem made them eighty and eighty two, which does feel a little different than the seventy eight and eighty seven. Um, yeah, you know that that's closer. Again, picture the free. So agency.
0: but I think halfway through the year it was crazy.
1: The the free agency and but I do think it's a part of this because the free agency they had. If you say you're adding, you know, Castellanos, um, Moustakis, um, Shogo, to, and Wade Miley to a 500 team, you're like, oh yeah, that's a team that should be, you know, in the playoffs, in contention. That's impact bats, that's everything. Um, when you say, and I mean, Bauer's a factor in that too, because they got him at the trade deadline. Uh, when you put all that in the bucket with a 500 team, we'd be saying... Yeah, like, let's go. Uh, They do land at 75 and, what was it, 75 and 87? Not a math pod. Um, yeah, 75 and 87. And that feels a lot different. Oh, if, 80 and
0: 82, 75 and 87 is way different. I mean, that big feels swing that games. feels
1: a lot different. Seven-game
0: swing. So um, Stupid that seven games can change our mindset after 162.
1: Yeah, and we uh, I, I feel like we were doing this a lot early with the bad teams, <laughs> hoping for them to have good years. The start. For this Reds team um Maybe as important as they come Very unprofessional Jim Throwing a ball around the room Um But the start for this Reds team Is going to be important Because it's It's a little okay. bit of, It's a little bit of a Padres effect and Let me bring up the schedule then Because Love we're that. not We're not going to really be able To believe in this Reds team Until You start seeing it It's true I'm uh, We got to do the over under here Yeah And I'm super upset with myself Okay because he dropped the ball earlier? Literally. Now I guess currently. So
0: No, because I want to take the over, but now I'm gonna have the over with the Cubs, the Brewers, stuff. and the Reds. Right. And I was just being nice to the Brewers. I, I would have rather take the over in the Reds and the Brewers.
1: This is sounds like a lot of you stuff here.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm mad at myself. So they open up against the Cardinals, then the Blue Jays. Interesting. Then the Pirates, then the Brewers and the Phillies, and the Giants. So what do you think?
1: That's okay. You know, you want to it's it's kind of our our secret theory of baseball. It's like mate, keep it 500 about against everyone else and then beat up on the bad teams. Um so if they can do that with uh what was it? The Giants and someone else in there was Blue, bad. Blue Jays the Pirates. and Pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well, I think Blue Jays are okay. Um but yeah. So uh, I don't know They, The Reds need to believe in themselves The fans need to see it And to, they, they need to not let any of the traditional NL Central powerhouses pull ahead of them Because that's just going to be a mind fuck
0: They come to Yankee Stadium in early April Or mid-April We got to get Tucker and, and Bauer in here Did you tell them to come through Yeah, Bauer Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know I went and flew to and hung out with Bauer and Clevenger Well, yesterday as we are recording this Awesome They were really nice yeah. guys um. Yeah. Really. And I told them to come by, and I said, "Yeah, perfect." I mean, they're trying to do media stuff. Amen. Get that. Over under. The over under is eighty two and a half. Same exact over under as the Brewers. How about that? How about that? Was it? I believe so. I can, I can find it again. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. These might have changed over the course of spring. Right. They all got. Yeah. They shouldn't have too much. No, not for these teams. But, yeah. I'm going over.
1: You went over with the Brewers? I went over with the Brewers. You go over with the Cubs? Uh, I don't remember... I think I went under because I think the whole David Ross thing is a little weird. I think I went under with the Cubs, too. Okay. Here we I go. did.
0: I did because I, I said, like, I think they're going to win. It doesn't
1: matter anyways. You said that you shouldn't take the over-under too seriously. So what do you feel about when you see the Cincinnati Reds and the over-under? Over. And I, yeah. I, I took the under with the Cubs. I took the under
0: with the Pirates. We'll see what I do with the Cardinals coming up. But I'm not, I'm not too upset with myself anymore.
1: Okay. Jimmy's not upset with himself anymore. Thanks for listening.
0: I, well, I said I'm not too upset too with upset. myself. Yeah. The fun fact here that our, our producer wrote on the notes is that Trevor Bauer is the only pitcher to miss a start or something because of the drone injury. It's true. I asked, We talked about that. Do you know that I thought he was like trying to catch his drone or something? No. He was just playing with it. He was yeah. calibrating it at 3 a.m. in his hotel Turned
1: room. Turned on, sliced his hand. Yeah.
0: Sucks. Dummy. That's how it goes. Life. That's how it goes in life and love. Thank you. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. And we're out. See you guys tomorrow.
1: Try to pass you the ball. What's up, dude? That was a pass. That was not a pass. That was another drop. You're a, a mess. That's a pass. I'll that say. was a pass. That was a pass. So, you're, a, you're a mess.